Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's Evangelist Adalis. AA. AA. Oh, I am live. Thanks for throwing it at me. Rom, you idiot. Hi, everybody. Um, this is, you know, the podcast. How's everybody doing? Um, I just want to say a heartfelt thank you to all of our veterans out there. If you're in the Marines, the armies, the National Guard, whatever it is, whatever uh, division that you are in, I just want to say thank you for your service. I honor you today. Um, we are asking um, nothing. I'm not asking anything. I'm answering. I'm just... I'm just see like on the top of this heading there, it says, ask Adalis anything. So we are going straight to it. Um, We've got a question from this woman who is now divorced. Um, So we've entitled this. uh, We've titled this, not entitled. We've titled this uh, problems co-parenting or whatever it is. Co-parenting conflicts. Great. Great title, by the way, everybody. So um, if maybe this is you, you, um, you, you, your, your baby's mother, your baby's father, whatever it is that you're dealing with, a divorce, um, and you're kind of having conflicts within the uh, relationship, I'm just going to read you this um, so that you know what the background is. So um, this person is divorced and has um, two kids. And uh, the father and and this this person, this woman, they don't see eye to eye. Okay, so so they're they've already had some um, conflicts of inf- interest in raising up their children. So um, this is where it all starts. Um, he does not attend, attend church, and um, so ultimately he's unsaved. Right. So this is a, an extra you know, problem when both, uh, when one or, you know, the mom or the dad isn't saved. What am I saying here? It's basically, um, she also makes mention of his personality and doesn't seem to be that nice of a person. She suffered abuse in the relationship before, which is probably the cause of the divorce. And she says that now this is infiltrating, um, this is infiltrating the uh, personalities of their other children. So this this same kind of you know problem that she saw in her husband is now um, you know she's she's seen it with her own children. So um, it started about uh, she said three years ago. And um, three years ago. Um, she discovered some things on social media. Uh-oh, here's, here's a little uh, tidbit here. Uh, be in your children's Instagrams in, on their profiles. I mean, get all up in that is what I'm saying. Uh, don't wait until the proverbial poo hits the fan. Uh, you you want to be aware of everything in your child's life. They are they are, they've been placed under your domain. They have been given to you by God. So um, I'm just saying this is just kind of like a little bonus thing. Don't ever feel like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I, 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 
I won't say that that's a white people thing, but I can tell you for sure that never happened in my household. You might as well had the the doors unhinged to uh, our rooms because everybody was going in there. You didn't knock. That wasn't a thing. It's like, no, I pay the bills here. Yeah, I, I don't see you forking over any kind of money uh, for the lights or the heat or any food. So I'm just going to let myself in on every aspect of uh, what's in my domain. This household belongs to me. That's what my mom would say. Yeah. Uh, have their passwords. Have Go in and see what they're posting. Go in and see what who they're texting. Take their phone out. And, you know, I have a, 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 a friend. Her name is Jackie Sayas and Carlos Sayas. And they take their phones away from, um, they've got two boys. And they will read everything on that phone. So it's like, just so you know, mommy and daddy, we're going to get that phone at the end of the day. And we're going to read that thing. And if, 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 uh, if you don't like it, then I would recommend you, you know, whatever. So, uh, they're, they're not a problem. Those two boys are amazing. They're great. But I'm just saying, um, uh, you know, you should be in, in the in and in, you should, in, in the in and in, you should be, um, uh, aware of what they're posting every every form every form of social media i want to know the passcode i want to know what it is that you're posting and i want to know who it is that you're talking to i want to know what you're watching at night i want to i want to say i'm going to take that phone so that i make sure i'm going to take away that laptop i'm going to take away that ipad at night just to make sure that uh you know you're not falling into temptation come on ladies and gentlemen you got to you got to be proactive about these things so anyway she goes on right? She goes on to their Instagram account or whatever account on social media. And she sees that they have been posting um, things that she is not happy about. So she said um, different vices and think that they've been keeping a secret from her. And apparently the dad knew all about it. And they were sneaking behind the mother's back to go and do these certain things. So whether it's like a wild party, smoking, drinking, it. Big question mark on that doesn't matter. What she does know is that it's it grieved her spirit, and she doesn't really know how to approach the situation, except to take them out of their public school setting. So she withdrew them from public school and put them in private school, and she says, in her words, in capital letters, "Hate." Now they hate me for doing that, and so. Um, they say you're ruining their lives. I'm I'm so unhappy. What kind of mother are you to watch that your children are so unhappy? So on and so forth. And she is now at the state where uh, she just doesn't know what to do. Um, you know, she even quoted, um, "All in all, their attitudes have indeed gotten worse. It has created a lot of strife in my home, and what I thought." was what God told me to do has now created doubt in me because there's so much resistance and tension and misery added to the my relationship with them, which is already bad enough. They gang up on me with accusations and shame me about the decisions that I've made on behalf of them. And they're quick to tell everybody else the same things about me, even though everyone else has no idea what I've seen in my home raising them or even know that they've treated and talked to me in such a way. I'm wondering if I am doing what Ephesians 6, 4 says when it says fathers or mothers, 
Do not provoke your children to anger. I feel that they're basically wanting their way and the only um, and they're only focused on being with their friends, going back to the old school to do what they've accustomed to, which is basically whatever they which basically is whatever they've they want. I'm caught between giving them what they want because I'm so exhausted or not going back on the decision and continuing to deal with these things. I've prayed, fasted, I'm a tither, etc., and I have a passion for Christ and the word of God and my relationship with God and I want uh, in my relationship with God and I want the same for my boys. I have no idea what to do practically when they don't want to listen to me. They have adopted narcissistic behaviors from their dad and uh, they halfway don't even want to go to church or listen to or know or understand the word. I need insight and wisdom on this. Well, uh, <clears throat> you're not going to really like this answer. But, um, you know, the, three years ago, your boys were 12 and 15. So um, at this point, that you, you've got a, a 15 and an 18-year-old or something like that. My math is always terrible. but um, So you're, you're dealing with teenagers. And uh, to approach the situation, you don't... You, you see, lots of people want to deal. They want to kind of fix. Like I was saying this morning, you know, when there's a rot on the inside, you, you want to fix the outside in, in hopes that something will change when nothing is really going to change. You can pull them out of school. You can put them in a private school. You can homeschool them. But, but the problem is a spiritual root. And um, in the word of God, um, because the headship is still the dad, whether that's in your home or not, they will... Um, they're going to follow the dad. You know, um, it, it, you're, you're, again, you're dealing with 15 and 12. You're not dealing with a two or three-year-olds because I'd, I'd lay hands. You know what I mean? Pow, pow is what I'm saying. But you're dealing now with teenagers. And so it's a, it's a different, it's a, it's a different, it, it, you, you deal with that differently. Um, so it's not to discourage you and to say, well, they're just going to follow after the dad. It's to to let you know that there is something that you can do. And you might not like it because you've had problems and you've encountered problems with this man. But the number one thing to do in a, in a scenario um, like you just sent me is to pray and to fast for, get this, the husband, your ex-husband, the lead, you pray and you fast for him because as much as you want to say that he is the problem, he is also the remedy um, because if, if he was a godly man, he would back you up in these things. You would have an amicable relationship now, wouldn't you? But obviously uh, through the description of the things that you have told me, and I've, I, I left a lot of those things out, I, I can sense that there's tension in the relationship. Obviously, there's divorce, but not all the, not every divorce ends with you, you wanting to, you know, kick each other's behinds and just, you know, you know, just be at war with the, the husband or the wife. It, it, it's not necessarily, doesn't have to be that way. Um, and so as a believer, I think every person that's dealt with divorce in their life should the number one goal, especially, in fact, 
really the only like if if you if you had a, a divorce and there was no children, you can part ways and it's a clean cut. There's definitely no strings attached. But when you involve children, there's strings attached like forever, eternally. So uh, that's just something that you have to deal with. Um, and the the thing to deal with that as a believer, uh, and you say you're a Bible believing tither, you know, you're a strong Christian, then the, the number one thing is to reconcile yourself with this person and not romantically. I'm not saying like, you know, get back. No, I'm just saying as, as, as a, as one believer to the other. Um, and you might say he's, he's an unbeliever and, and I'm sure he isn't, but it's you, you now have to start treating him as a brother in Christ and praying for that brother in Christ and fasting for that brother in Christ. I am encouraging every person that has to deal with co-parenting and maybe it's, you know, just different lifestyles. Maybe he's, you know, a homosexual now. You, I mean, this is the reality. Like we're divorced and now he's a homosexual and I don't know how to deal with that because my kids are around that and 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 I don't really know how to go about doing that. And the thing to go about doing that is to pray and to fast for that individual. And I know. I know what I'm saying is going to like kind of like mm, mm, it's just going to set some people off because you know you have suffered um maybe abuse from that person. Maybe you have had um really terrible um, conflicts because of this person and, and even things that are still kind of like lingering as, as um, a res- as a result of, of that, you know, relationship. I'm not undermining anything that you've experienced, but on behalf of the kids for, for the kids sake, um, the one thing that's going to change that is to have a father that's God fearing and that both of you can, can come at it spiritually because right now they're just probably thinking you're just a crazy kook who's, you know, wrapped up in your religion and you're super emotional and just mom's cranky again. And they're, they're, they're getting the same thing from the father. And so it's until that man gets saved that he can come alongside of you and say, listen, let's put our differences aside. I want to see our kids go to heaven because uh, obviously for an unsaved person, that's not going to be a priority to see your kid saved when you're not even saved. Do you know what I mean? So um, my, 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 uh, my answer to this question is, to pray and to fast for this individual, the the um, that parent, that father, uh, you need to do it. Your sons are at the point where they're just going to go and follow suit with what the father does. And if he gets saved, then that'll be monumental for their lives, for their spirituality. And might I even mention... Um, when you pray and fast, you stick with what God's told you to do. You know, uh, so this is in regards to like anything. If you if you feel that your your kids are kind of like they're upset at you because you don't let them sleep over their people's homes or you don't let them go and and hang out uh, with people that you know are trouble, don't ever ever feel sorry about doing that. Like never. Don't. I would. I like to be very honest with you, like I couldn't stand that about my parents when I was younger. 
It's like, and, and I was in youth group, okay? But they wouldn't allow me to do anything. Like, I'm not joking you. Like, probably the first time I ever even slept over someone's house was when I was like 18. I like crashed on someone's couch, like one of my friend's couch. Like, really, first time. Like, I wouldn't, I couldn't cross the street without my mother being like on, on it, like a bonnet. Like, where are you going? Okay, I want you back in 15 minutes. You know, I tried. I tried doing the sneak away things when I was younger. I had um, uh, 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 a buddy of mine. She got a brand new car. It was red and it was like an old, it, uh, an old muscle car. So I was like, mom, I'm just going to go. She's like, no, I don't want you going. Like, you know, it's it, like, I, I, I don't have a good feeling about it. I don't want you going. I said, mom, it's just going to be to like Walgreens and we'll come right back. Like, it's just, she's just got a brand new car. Well, I knew we were going down to South Boston, which was a 40 minute drive. Like I knew we were going down there. So I lied to her and I was like, oh, it's fine. You know, uh, lo and behold, that car done break down in the middle of nowhere. And there was four single girls so I had a cell phone, unfortunately, at that time. And it was the big um, Nokia. And so that phone went off like 15 times. So we're coming back. And my mom knew, like she knew. And uh, finally, like two and a half hours later, mom's like, where are you? And I'm like, uh. We went down, I had to confess. And I was like, you're right. I should have stayed home. This was ridiculous. Um, so they had to pick me up at a police station because that was the only thing in that area uh, for help. So anyway, what I'm saying is that they were so strict that I even I even wanted to do things like against, like it's not that big of a deal, mom, that I'm going out with friends. I'm not gonna go smoke weed. I'm not, you know, I'm not going out and I'm not shacking up with some dude. Like I, I'm, I just wanna be, you know, free. Let me be free. And she would be like, no, no, you're not gonna be free. Not in, under this. And now looking back on it, I'm like, geez, Louise, thank God almighty. I actually told her that like, uh, you know, a few months back. I'm like, thank God that you were such a stickler. Thank God that you gave me a hard time about certain things. Cause you know, it's, it's a damper to see your kids like all like jacked up about not being able to go to that party or like, you know, sad and just feel like they're being left out and that, you know, whatever, like it, it, it would stink as a parent to see that, but that doesn't negate it. Would you rather you know, the protection and safety of your child and, and their salvation? Or would you rather say yes, not have to deal with the emotional stuff and seeing them with their mopey faces walking around the house? Uh, um, or would you rather, you know, them, you know, get in a car accident or get, you know, meet somebody that they were never supposed to meet because you were there to try to stop it. You were there to stop it. Um, and so don't ever feel bad about saying no when you feel in your spirit. No, you know what? I did say that you were that that you could go to that party, but now I just don't have a good feeling. You're gonna have to trust me on this. And whether something happens to that to them that night or see the thing is when you uh when when you say no, they're expecting like for for there to be like a shooting at the party or something. And when there's no shooting, they're like, see, everything turned out right. But they, it, it's not about that. It's deeper. It's about who she was going to meet at that party that would have whisked her away, that would have grabbed her heart and, you know, just ran off with it. It's it's about who that that that, you know, that hoochie mama was 
that just made herself available to your son that night. You just don't know. You don't know. And so never, ever feel bad about... Um, you know, that that impression that God is, has put on the inside of you to say no to something, to pull them out of public school and put them in private school. I know you're not going to like this, but someday you're going to thank me for it. And I'm just going to pat myself on on the shoulder in advance, because if, if you already see that that the behavior is is is, you know, spiraling out of control, you don't just watch it right? You, you need to implement some kind of change. And so don't ever feel bad about that change. Um, and in regards to, to a, a household that doesn't serve the Lord, the number one thing that you have to do in regards to that is direct it spiritually. You can't just cover it. Así bendito. No, you don't, you don't do that. You don't put a bandaid over it. You, you deal with it spiritually. And so prayer and fasting is so powerful. So don't ever feel like, oh, this is a lost cause. Now, you know, my son's going to be in college next year and I've lost him forever because he's just going to be like his freaking dad and he's a narcissistic. And no, you just now you got to change your heart. You got to change your heart. First of all, forgive. You got to forgive and, uh, you know, and and pray and fast for that individual. And I can tell you right now, if you are still, well, you're just like your father that's not gonna that's gonna be a deterrent as well that's not going to be something that's gonna like make them come on your side um they love their dad you know they love their mom whoever it is so uh just just be kind love covers a multitude of sin so just just be kind walk in kindness walk in love walk in compassion and um i'm telling you it's a lot easier said than done but you can do it it's not something that's out of your league so i'm encouraging every person out there that, um, exactly, Miradi, exactly. Um, I'm encouraging you. You have a lot more input, a lot more of, of, um, of a say in your, in your child's life than you really give yourself credit for. Um, they love you and I'm sure they love you. I'm sure they love you. Um, but at 15 and, and, and 18, we need to change some things. We need to readdress the situation. It's time to pray and fast for that hubby or ex-husband. It's time to pray and fast for that, you know, boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, wife, ex-wife, whatever. So do that and you will see the benefit. I know, I wish I could give you some practical advice. It's just keep keep on doing what the spirit of God has told you to do, but forget about the boys and start focus, start honing in on the ex-husband. Okay, I hope that helps. Uh, that was uh, the that was it for today. If you have not yet subscribed to this channel, what the heck are you waiting for? Go and subscribe, um, and give us a, a a shout out. Let us know you're watching on Instagram. Let us know you're watching on uh, whatever whatever email, you know, whatever they do these days. And uh, for those of you that are uh, listening, we just um, we just came out with a, a brand new website launch for the Mighty Series. So I want you to check that out. It's themightyseries.com. And if you have not yet subscribed to the Mighty Series, go ahead and do so. You are going to, um, I said subscribe, but it's subscribe to the email. Maybe I didn't say email. 
Now I'm saying email. So you're subscribing to the email list and there will be promotions. There's going to be updates. Um, there's going to be br- fresh content brought to you um, on a weekly basis. So if you want to get in on that and want to be the first to know about what's happening at the Mighty Series, I want you to go to themightyseries.com. There's going to be a pop-up and you just put your email in and let us uh, contact you. Uh, I'm, I'm currently writing this week's blog for parents. So we're going to let you know um, what's what's happening on that as well. So check it out. The Mighty Series. We've got the 24-hour radio station. we got the parent blog. We've got a whole bunch of things. New, brand new March, just in time for Christmas. So please check us out. TheMightySeries.com. You are have been listening or you are listening to... Um, Adalis Shuttlesworth podcast. I love you, Todd. Good for you. I'm 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 for you. I am for you, Mirari. You my girl. Jeffrey, keep smiling. Christine, I love you. Amanda, what's good? Okay, that's it. Love you. Bye. Hey, this is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. Or if you're listening to my wife's, thank you on her behalf. If you want to be more than just a casual listener and stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to our generation, go to RevivalToday.com and click Give Now and be a part of the 1,000 monthly partners that we're believing for. I have a special gift that I'll send to you today, and I'll say thank you in advance. Until next time, thanks for listening. See you later.